There's something powerful about owning the part you've played in your sadness, in your lack of faith, in your hopelessness, in your decline into negativity. There's power in owning that you can't constantly look outward, blaming others when your own hands aren't clean. But looking outward is easy. It's easy because if you dare to look inward at the part that you've played, that's a slippery slope. <laughs> and it could lead you to unpacking your traumas and your triggers. You'd be forced to look at the things you've packed away and don't want to deal with. The inevitable pain that comes with the cleansing of the spirit is something you've run away from for years. So you never turned the mirror toward you. But know this, the longer you blame others, the longer you'll be miserable. And decades later, you'll still be asking yourself, why can't I be at peace? Peace exists within. And until you learn to look within, you'll live without. Stop blaming others. Own the part you've played in your pain. And let's get healed. Welcome to The Healing Space, a black and queer mental health podcast geared toward proving there's more than one way to heal. And I am your host, Sensei Raven Akundayo, CLC. What's good, Misfit Universe? We are back, we are back, we are back. Today is October the 10th, 2023. It's World Mental Health Day. Now, the truth is, THS was supposed to return on the 22nd of last month, which of course, as all of you know, was our sixth year anniversary. However, anxiety is no joke, and I found myself constantly procrastinating during the year of no procrastination. <laughs> I can't even explain why my anxiety kept me from putting up the episode. I just didn't. I feel like so much has happened since our episode in August, and tomorrow, October 11th, is the 13th year anniversary of the love movement. So I told myself that this black and queer mental health podcast has to premiere in between these two days celebrating both mental health and black queerness. So here we are. I won't talk too long. We'll do a quick check-in. So since our last episode in August, your boy has checked off a major milestone in his life. I am officially a Reiki master. Yep. <laughs> it was an absolutely amazing experience, and shout out to my dear friend and big sister, and now my Reiki master, Janice. A few months ago, I also became a certified breathworker and erotic breathworker, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't believe that I talked to any of the misfits here on the podcast about that. So I'm really thankful for all of my new clients, and I've been pretty consistent with seeing folks for Reiki and guided meditation almost every weekend since the beginning of June. I was blessed with the opportunity to teach both shadow work and yoga at USCHA, which is the US Conference of HIV and AIDS. Now, keep in mind, a brother has never attended that conference before. So imagine how it felt last month teaching two 
excuse me, teaching four sessions at this major conference. You all know I rarely get excited, but even talking about it now, I'm actually excited. <laughs> you misfits know that wellness is a passion of mine, so getting to operate within my different modalities in that space, that meant the world to me. But enough about me. For this six-year anniversary episode, I'm bringing back Black, Queer, and Unapologetic. We haven't had BQ and U in about two years, which is wild to me that it's taken that long for us to have another one. I welcome back my one and only co-host, BHW, the THS original himself, George Hill, and my dear friend, Jason Wattler, who joins THS for the very first time. I hope you all enjoy the conversation, and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome back, Misfits. It has been a minute. It has been a minute. Um, I'm going to have to go back and look at the episodes, but something in my spirit feels like it's been almost two years since there's been a BQ and you. I could be wrong, but it feels like it's been about two years since there's been a BQ and you. I feel like we were still in the the like the heat of the pandemic where there was a Black queer and unapologetic. I'll go back and look, but I I feel that way. For those who are regular listeners, you know if I'm right or wrong right now. <laughs> but I feel like it's been a long time. So as we celebrate six years of THS, it felt like this was the perfect time to finally have another Black, queer, and unapologetic. So we have a bunch of uh, Healing Space veterans here, along with a newbie whose cherry is going to be popped. <laughs> Right, right. We're, we're not showing the camera, so so you can't see how their face is giving. <laughs> uh, okay, so the first person that I'm going to introduce, ooh, with this profile that he was given just now, when they was looking out the window, wait a minute, like, understand his face is facing. Let's be very clear. I don't know what is going on in your life, but you better live it like it's golden because the skin is clear, everything, baby. <laughs> the one and only co-host of THS Podcast. Everybody, welcome back, BHW. Welcome, sir. Hello, 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 hello. It's, it, like, it feels weird to like not be doing this in a mic. I know we've done it on Zoom before, but it's been a minute. So it's right? like, I'm supposed to be leaning over something. <laughs> hello, hello. Facing, Jason asked ahead of time if we were going to be talking into the mic. I didn't have a chance to answer them. But no, because usually when I do it with the mic, I have... Um, my air earplugs into, so it would have been difficult to do that with both of us. But yeah, like BAW said, it feels a little weird not doing it with the mic because normally the mic is always right there. Um, but how <laughs> are things been for you? A child, you, you gave me all these compliments talking about what is the secret: depression, child, anxiety, <laughs> stress of life, inflation. Okay, like these politicians running amok. What are we talking about? <laughs> Global warming. Okay, that's what life is. Lifing. Do you hear me? Life is lifing? Child. I need a refund. Ooh, well, clearly, you go in the opposite direction of most of us. With most <laughs> of us, when we stress out, we look worn out. <laughs> You're stressing and you look revitalized. Child. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. You need to let us know <laughs> your way of you. stressing. <laughs> you said what? I said you need to let us know your way of stressing. <laughs> uh, if it had you looking know. like that, listen... Okay. <laughs> so also we want to welcome back another original. This brother has been here since I first had the concept for the podcast. 
So he has a very special place in my heart when it comes to THS. The one, the only George Hill. Welcome back, sir. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? How have you been? Good, good. I've just been working and living life. And I was telling you guys earlier, I'm having this green tea, but I just realized that it's actually a detox tea. So my time here might be a little short. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize that until now. <laughs> but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, uh, don't drink anymore. Like, <laughs> well, it's delicious though. Right. So don't drink more. <laughs> Kool-Aid so why are you still like sipping it? <laughs> you and then you pick it back up, leave it alone. You gotta it's, it. it's a good thing it's three other people talking just in case you need to run off. There you <laughs> go. But he's gonna be gone, gone. I don't think that's gonna be no right. quick like he said, Y'all just continue the conversation without me. It's been nice. Listen. It's been nice. I'll be in destinations known. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That fucking, um, your your sanctuary is looking real cute, sir. I like the colors. My, yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we got a little, you know, a little artwork here. You know, we got the horse lady behind us. You know, a few <laughs> things going on. <laughs> Not the horse lady. I cannot. The, <laughs> there's only one. So there's only one. one. Uh, okay. We won't. We won't get into that on this podcast. We'll wait till another time to yeah, talk understood. about. Understood. Is this not okay. what the Black Queers talk okay. about? I don't. There we go. Is that not it? <laughs> right there we go. Right when he goes to see a lady about a horse, we know who he's talking about. Understood. Ooh. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I appreciate that, Jason. Speaking of Jason, I would like for everyone to welcome as we pop the cherry of this person who's here for the very first time. My favorite non-binary creative, Jason Watler. Welcome to CHS. Welcome, welcome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank y'all for having me. Thank y'all so much for popping my cherry. Maybe I'll turn it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How is everything with you? No, we're good. I'm living life. Um, it right now today is a little cloudy with a chance of meatballs, but you know we're gonna. Power right on through, and I um I do start my new job tomorrow. Uh, Congratulations! Uh, you know I've been fun employed all this time, but um it's you know life has been life as well. I've, mm -hmm. I've definitely agree with BHW. Life's been life, but you know I've just been just just trying to remember what Dory said, and um and I'm finding Nemo just keep swimming. Keep you, yes, swimming. just keep swimming. Absolutely. Swimming through sewer. <laughs> <laughs> just keep swimming. <laughs> Not swimming through sewers. <laughs> yeah, this this year has definitely lifed. <laughs> Life has been on a whole other level this year, but we're going to get into that. We're definitely going to get into that. So we're going to start with our first question. And the first question is, what has been your favorite episode of THS podcast so far? Now, here's the thing. I know that there's a possibility that we may be like, we, we've had more than one. You're really asking me to just choose one. If for any reason you decide to choose more than one, as long as you keep it short, it's okay. So don't have it where you're five to six minutes in. <laughs> as long as it can be succinct, by all means, we can talk about more than one episode. All right, thank God. Okay. So <laughs> so if George saying thank God, we'll go with you first. You so, go with me first? Yeah. 
All right. So, so I do have two because I was like, he's not going to let me do two, but thank you for allowing me to do two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I went back and listened to a few of them actually this morning. And mm-hmm. I think one of my favorites is uh, the Drinks, Laughter, and Friends episode with you, Kaya, and Mario. Because I think that, you know, and I'm not trying to get too mushy, but I mean, it's, it was really good to hear Kaya's voice. Yeah. And also, it was just really good to hear him talk about how important you and Mario's friendship was to him and how it helped him as a black queer man. And I think that's really important as far as community. So yeah. I just really love that episode. The second episode I liked was the uh, black queer and apologetic pride episode that you, me and JL Reed did. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really fun. Cause it was like a really kind of fun, Frank discussion about black queer sexuality and yeah. just a sidebar. Like I've known, jail for years like uh, we followed each other on black planet i've known this girl for a very long time come on so, <laughs> so to hear him say you know be so comfortable talking about that i mean that's a testament to you because i think you just make people feel very comfortable in that space and, you know to hear him say you know that he's topping and like taking edibles i'm thinking like we we could be friends wait a minute we already are so <laughs> You know, but uh, I, I gagged that whole thing. So I think those are my two favorite episodes, though. I gagged. He's taking edibles and talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you? The combination. He's evolving. He's evolving. He's, he's growing. I've known this man for 15 years. I would, would hope he would have changed some over the time. <laughs> over the, right, right. Yes, the hey, wait a minute. Shout out to JL. It was his birthday recently. Shout out to you, JL. We love you. Yes, this damn tea. Listen. <laughs> he keeps picking up this detox tea and it's wearing us he out. He picked it up. Listen, I'll be stressed. Okay. <laughs> Those are two good episodes. Those are two good episodes. So um, for the record, it's okay if people have the same episodes. That's perfectly fine. Be, give your genuine answers. Don't feel like you need to change it up if somebody says something that was already one of um, yours. So, okay, BHW, what about you? Um, I'm going to cheat a little. I, I, I'll pick two. I'll say. Y'all just for two. I got more than that, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> the first, I'll say the very first one. Just because it was the first thing about how we started, like over the phone, that was like literally in the car in the parking lot, like coming on. We just doing culture of pop and just the start of it all, um, and just fun and just seeing how it has really grown and shaped and evolved. So it's like looking at where it has gone, but just remembering where it was, um, and just us cutting up was what it felt like just cutting up over the phone, basically, but we were recording it, so that was good. Um, and then the other one, I think I want to stick with like laughter today. I, think, I remember we discussed, I can't remember the specific episode, I meant to go find it. But when we were discussing um, like healing, I think probably through laughter is what it was discussed. And um, more so just like in the black community, how a lot of times we deal with laughter as avoiding topics or different things and whether that's good or bad. And just us trying to have as nuanced or balanced the conversation as we could. Um, and like understanding it within feeling bothered by it, but then getting why it works, but then <laughs> wishing there was something else. That was so, a good conversation. So yeah, that was the second one I would say. That was definitely a good conversation. I agree. And it, you, you, you worded it beautifully because that's, that's genuinely what we were attempting to do during the whole mm-hmm. conversation. 
to not make it seem like we were just taking one side or the other, you know? Absolutely. And so it definitely made me appreciate the episode as well. Um, I always appreciate the episodes where you and I kind of have an outline of what it is we wanted to talk about, but then we just kind of went. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it's going to be where it's going to be and we're going to watch it flow. <laughs> Often. Okay, a lot of those culture of pops were not supposed to be as long as they were. Let's be clear. <laughs> Let's be very clear. We're like, we're gonna talk culture about of pops minutes. were not supposed to be an hour or more. <laughs> we're like, we only got three things to talk about. How do we, how do we get here? <laughs> we're that literally that okay so what about you jason uh my favorite episode that stands out to me was the one you did with uh ty ken mm-hmm. uh with um you helped promote his line uh slut like you yeah healing yeah. through mm-hmm. healing through being a slut was that the name of it something like that yeah <laughs> um and you know as a slut myself i definitely um definitely related to a lot of things you were talking about um and definitely with sex positivity and also you just highlighting giving him space to um highlighting his um brand because yeah. i know that how that brand came about because it came through trauma and slut shaming and this um you know stuff that was posted online all that type of stuff so i think that um that episode stands out to me and also what i love just in general about this podcast is the, the the breathing um the guided breathing meditation stuff like that i love mm. that because sometimes i'm just like you know what oh <laughs> uh, i might not be breathing i might my breath work or whatever mm-hmm. i never really thought about to really listening to your podcast and just just like okay let's slow down a little bit sometimes i'm not breathing at all just, <laughs> just tense for no reason just tense for no reason so yeah for me um I, those are the things i appreciate uh about this podcast and that was one of my favorite episodes because you definitely have definitely put it definitely gave me a platform to speak about all the things that led up to a lot like you mm-hmm. thank you for that i um i appreciate what you said as far as the meditation piece because i i talk to people about that about how shallow our breath can be and how we don't often pay attention you know, as we live day in and day out, going through the stress that we're going through, of how it would feel if we just, you know, I had a client earlier today uh, who for one of my Reiki sessions, and he was the first person I have ever had. And mind you, I've been doing wellness since 2011. First person I've ever had all these years later, who without me even mentioning it to him, he inhaled, and I think all of y'all have done therapy or meditation with me in some way at some point. He mm-hmm. inhaled and exhaled and actually audibly said, uh, I was like, what? <laughs> His eyes were closed because I had him on the massage table, but I jumped back. <laughs> I told him after it was over, I was like, I've never had anybody audibly exhale before <laughs> in all of these years. Men, women, non-binary or otherwise, nobody has ever. <laughs> I was like, where did that even come from? And he was like, it just felt natural. I was like, well, praise God. Okay. But yes, that's what I tell everybody. Like we we have to pay attention to our <clears throat> breath. It really helps us a lot, especially when it comes to stress and just being able to release, you know, and all the things we're dealing with these days, breath work is more important than ever, honestly. Yeah, that part. And for me, I remember like talking to one of my good friends, uh, their name is Olivia, they're in Richmond. And I remember we just having a conversation and she was like, you seem really stressed. And you, she just really looked at how my body posture was and mm-hmm. like really like I'm pinching my fist and everything. And after she, she pointed that out, I was like, oh, I've been clocked. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I was like, are you? I was like, since you clocked me, yeah. you clocked me. I was tense. Just <laughs> tense. 
but no, I after after she said after she said that to me, I was like, ooh, like I let me think about you know, let me mm-hmm. kinda just relax a little, you know. Very much so. Okay, so my favorite episodes, plural. <laughs> um, <laughs> my first one would be like BHW said, the very first episode. Uh, that one is a classic, you know. The very first one, we have no intro music. Legit, when you go listen to it, we just come in. I'm <laughs> in, and at that time, he wasn't even a co host. No, like it, that, that's the reason I'm like, people go back and listen to that one. It just came on, just started talking. He wasn't a co host yet. Like, we was just that thing was raw, baby. <laughs> it was, but it was fun, it was honest, authentic. You better. You better. <laughs> I said raw and you felt some kind of way. (laughs) 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 Then my second episode would be the one that George mentioned that featured myself, Kaya, and Mario Um, for pretty much all the reasons that um, that that George said. What I went through all the names. I felt like my grandmother just now. (laughs) George, Mario, Kaya. (laughs) Yes. Whatever Um, your name is. Right. (laughs) Whatever your name is. For exactly why George said, like, Kaya was on more than one episode. So, you know, I have more than, I mean, not only that, but Kaya was on quite a few of the CHS lives. So being able to hear his voice wouldn't be difficult, you know, but there was something special about that episode with the three of us, you know. And so listening back to that just really touches me, you know, Mm. and Mario and I have been very transparent. And on the episode after Kaya passed away, when I came on and talked about it, I was transparent about the fact that in the end, our friendship wasn't what it was when you all listened to the episode, you know? But that doesn't take away my love that I have for him even to this day. You feel me? Um, combining number three, it would be the COVID experiment. During COVID, there were episodes of the podcast. It was a series of episodes that I recorded that included music for the very first time in THS. And I had a ball. I mean, it got me kicked off of Spotify, but (laughs) I had a ball and I don't regret it at all. (laughs) I love the music that I played. I loved getting feedback from people about artists they had never heard of before. That's what I really enjoyed was being able to Mm -hmm. play songs and artists that people were not familiar with and just enjoying it. You know, for me, they're some of my favorite episodes because I genuinely have fun listening to them. Not only did you get meditation, not only did you get great conversations, but you also got to jam out to music and all different types of music. And then very last would be the two episodes we had about sexual assault. And those really meant a lot to me, especially on the other side of what it is that I experienced last year, you know? On the other side of what it is that I went through and what I experienced, everyone coming forward and telling their stories really, really touches me now, you know? Being on one side, I wanted to give them a voice so that those who who aren't really ready to speak up felt seen. But on the other side of things now, being one of those people who survived and is thriving, it makes what it is they said even more important to me, you know? So yeah, I've held, I have a whole lot more episodes that I can get into, <laughs> but though that will be all for now. Next year, I can come back with some other ones that I'll talk about. Okay, so favorite episodes. So now we're going to get into favorite memories. 
So we're not talking about episodes now. We're talking about specifically what it is that we experience. Because when we talk about episodes like George, George mentioned the one that he and JL was on, but he didn't have to mention that. He could have mentioned all episodes that didn't even feature George. So I have this question so that we can bring in episodes that we were specifically a part of. And don't worry, you might say I'm the host of the show. So I, <laughs> I'm on every episode. That's not true. So yes, <laughs> we are now going to go. And of course, Jason is excluded from this because one would assume that their favorite episode is the one that they're on right now. Because <laughs> this is their memory. This is their memory, is this episode. But for the two of you, so we can start with BHW, what is a favorite memory of yours? Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> <clears throat> no pressure. My goodness. Um, a favorite memory. I will say I really enjoyed I don't have a specific one, but when we were doing the lives, when you were down here and you and Kai were staying together, um, I really enjoyed those. Those were fun. And sometimes it would be other people. It was a few times it was like a much larger group. But at the time it was like Danye and Brandon and Kai and yes. three other people. I don't even know. Were George? I don't know if George was there. It was it was other people there. I don't remember. Sorry to y'all. But it was the room was full. Okay, we're going to say that. And so, <laughs> like, just having fun. I because it was an extension of us just doing the show. Um, just uh, the two of us, you know what I'm saying? Or doing it live and having interaction, even sometimes reading the com or reading the comments, trying to keep up with them. Interactive. All of it was fun. That was a really fun times. Absolutely. I would say that. Absolutely. Um, for me, I would say <laughs> one, you <laughs> you absolutely said one of the ones I was going to say. Um, <laughs> so that's one of them. I had two. So that was one of them. I loved those so much. And it was funny that you mentioned the one that stood out to me the most. I mm -hmm. think it's because that was the most people we ever had. I think so. There were cool. at least, what, nine of us? I think it may have been nine for that. Ten, yeah, we were still I don't think that George was there for that one. No, I had to work. I yeah. hate that I was there, though. But Donye was there. Brandon was there. Kaya was there. Manny was there. And Sean Kennedy. was there. Kennedy was there. Yeah. Wow. So it was like all of us were in one episode and that was an awesome ass conversation. It really was. Um, but yes, I enjoyed our lives a lot, <laughs> a lot. They were really, really fun. Um, and like you said, us trying to keep up with everything. Like, okay, they're talking over here on YouTube. They're talking on Facebook. <laughs> that one was a lot happening, yeah. A lot happening, you hear me? I think there was a point where we had multiple people all looking at different ones. Like we had Manny, like, okay, Manny, you do Instagram. Listen. <laughs> you can make sure everything's being covered. Um, and then the second one for me would be the episodes that I weren't a part of that featured our trans sisters. So I stepped to the side and I told them there shouldn't be any cis presence on the whole episode. So this mm -hmm. should just be y'all getting to tell y'all stories. And it meant a lot to me that I wasn't on the episode, you know, because we, with our privilege, take up so much space already. Mm -hmm. that I wanted my podcast to be a space where we didn't have to be seen so that they could be, you know? So those two episodes really meant a lot to me. Um, I have another one coming down the pike as well with our trans sisters. Um, so I'm looking forward to them being able to speak out even more. These are some people that haven't been on the podcast before. So new perspectives and everything. So definitely look out for that. But yeah, those are the two. So for you, George, what were your uh, some of your favorite memories? Um, I think just the... I don't have a specific one, but I mean, I know just be the uh, Black Corn Apologetics with Manny and Kennedy and BHW and just be able to meet 
a lot of people that I follow online and admired and like, you know, Kevin Dwayne and it was just nice to fellowship with all those guys and whatnot. Um, one, it was not a good memory, but it's a really specific one for me. I know we had a mental health um, uh, episode uh, and at the time, my mental health was not in the best place. I'm thinking like, okay, how am I gonna actually do this? You know what yeah. I mean? So I had like a whole like list of like notes about what I was gonna say and all that shit. It all went out the window, but it was nice to be in a space where black men were talking about mental health and be able to express themselves openly. And it kind of helped me at the time with what I was going through. So that's a good memory for me. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> BHW, he caught me off guard because he was like, there was a mental health episode. And I was like, what? Well, it's, it's a, a mental, mental health podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I was like, yeah. Am I? It's the detox tea. Don't don't mind me, guys. That you're still drinking? No. <laughs> Lord, stress over here for you. I was like, if if, if George is gonna do one thing, he's gonna make me laugh without meaning to. That's <laughs> that is what he will do. You can Sunday evening, gone. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what has healthy selfishness look like for you all this year? So, um, and no one way, but we will be able to see y'all. So I'm the only one who will see y'all. Raise your hand if you're not sure what healthy selfishness is. Oh, I was gonna ask for working definition. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes, for all three of y'all. I'm talking about it on the podcast. <laughs> okay, so healthy selfishness. Let's say, <clears throat> what is, so somebody think of, unhealthy selfishness if you're just talking about selfishness what would you consider selfishness to be so i can tell you what healthy is so what would you think of when you think of selfishness not helping your partner not <laughs> what, was, what was the example I, see and then this is just it jason's speaking low so i don't know how much it's even gonna show up on the podcast uh, i'm sorry you... i don't need to raise my voice okay i'm not helping your partner not <laughs> that's a good we'll be selfish okay well, y'all better both shake your head like yes Yes. It's, it's talk, talk us through it. Come on. <laughs> now we we love a conversation. Not, and, I, and yeah, definitely like you know, not helping your partner, not not help, not talking them through their nut or whatever. Like <laughs> that not, was actually a good one. That, 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 <laughs> we understand selfishness now. Say we got gratitude, that. but yeah, let let's get a little bit more verbal with our gratitude. Right. <laughs> let's talk it out. Talk through it. <laughs> like. Like talk them through it. Like we gotta give that, you know, we gotta be audible. Like let me know. What, what did they say on what? Twitter is talk us through it hours? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> listen, 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 listen. That's a that's a that's that's a child. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Healing voices after dark. I can't. Healing. Oh, Ain't more than one way to heal, child. We all, ah, there is more than okay. one way to heal. Let them know. Let them know. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So, well, well uh, healthy selfishness, I guess, would be if you help your partner to get through his nut every night and you just need a vacation. <laughs> so, you're like, what? you know what? I just need a night where I can be by myself so that I can relax from constantly helping you to get your nut. Oh. So I'm going to relax. And your partner understands, you know, your partner, okay. Okay, I give you space for that, to be able to just spend <laughs> time with you. That's okay. selfishness. You know, it's like, I need time for me. 
So healthy selfishness is getting yourself to a place. Healthy selfishness has a lot to do with mental health, you know? So it's like, okay, when I'm being selfish with my time, it's because I may be somebody who doesn't necessarily know how to say no. Mm-hmm. So I find myself constantly giving and giving and giving. And when I decide that I'm going to operate in selfishness, it's healthy because it's for me and the betterment of myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you're somebody that truly loves me, you won't be mad about that. Right. You'll get that I need to be able to do this for me. Now, it works differently if I'm constantly showing up for you. And when I decide to show up for myself, you have a problem with it, mm-hmm. you know, because now we can flip that into negative selfishness. And that's mm-hmm. on your part, not mine. You know, you need me to show up and be there for you at all times at the expense of me. So when it's healthy selfishness, it's for your mental health so that you can show up as your best self. This goes for jobs, too. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I get to have healthy selfishness when I t- <laughs> you better praise your <laughs> you caught the spirit there yes <laughs> just, I felt something I'm sorry it was Sunday you know. <laughs> it is Sunday the- this is true this is true. <laughs> so when you when you make a decision that you seem to not be paying attention to what it is <clears throat> that I need as an employee so I'm taking it upon, I mean uh, so yeah employee employee yeah So I'm taking it upon myself to take a mental health day. I'm taking it upon myself to call out sick. I'm taking it upon myself to leave for the day. And I'm just going to let you know I'm leaving. Deuces. And my thing is that's healthy selfishness because you haven't been showing up for your employees and letting them know, you know what? I see y'all. This is all the work that y'all do. And for doing all of that, this I'm going to show up for y'all. So because that's what's going on with you, I'm not going to wait for you to let me know I can be off. Because by the time I wait for you, I will have had a mental breakdown. So I'm going to take it upon myself to go. And that is being selfish in a healthy way. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, I, um, when I'm at work, I usually try to make it a point to go out for a walk. Uh, not all the time, but just every now and then, maybe to a Dollar Tree, usually a 7-Eleven or something. Mm-hmm. But if they have a problem with that, then I... Like it's like I walk, I could walk off here right now. And <laughs> like that's just like that's that's the attitude I care. Like I can just walk and just not come back, right? And then y'all can figure this out because I'm going to take a walk. Give me some snacks. <laughs> Do you want something from the store? <laughs> or I'm just gonna I'm just leaving. I'm I'm leaving for the rest of the. Uh, I'm I'm leaving. I'm coming back, and y'all just gonna figure it out. Yes, do you want something from the store? Mm-hmm. Yes, I even offered to get you. Something. That's nice. This is what I'm saying. Extended the offer more than me. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm going to be back. <laughs> yes, you want boba tea. I've done, I've done that before. I'm like, you want boba tea? Like, I'm coming back. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So if you all now having that definition, we'll start with you, <clears throat> Jason. Mm-hmm. What has self- healthy selfishness looked like for you this year? Um, oh, there's so many ways I could spend this. <laughs> Like go the X-ray way or the um chill way. I'm not sure. Listen again, there's more than one way to heal. So if you decide to go on the X-ray way, that's fine. Uh, for me, because usually my part of the encouraging this too. Um, so for me, I'm um so uh we're I'm in a non-monogamous relationship. I've always been non-monogamous, so really much um if me and my partner we you know uh we play together separately, all our type of stuff, have our own rules to our own relationship so this time my partner wants to be alone he he values he values being alone so i guess that's how he va- practices his healthy 
selfishness. Healthy sense. For me, I like going out a lot. So I'm very extra. I'm, I'm, am, what's the ambivert? Ambivert. Yeah, I'm very ambiverted. So there's times I'll be like, ooh, and there's times I'm like, ooh, I'm up. Uh, uh, and so for me, I do go out a lot and have my own play dates, and I try to just be outside getting boba tea because I know if I need to move, <laughs> I need to move to just um just do that. So I guess that's just one of the things I go out a lot. Go out prior to going out with friends, meeting up with friends, maybe going out meeting a buddy or something like that, doing what we do. Um, what else ways? Now that I think about it, um. Yeah, that's one of the major ways. I just go outside, and if I have, if for me, it's very much like, listen, I gotta take a walk right now because I'm feeling all these ways. <laughs> um, it's not you, it's me. But sometimes, <laughs> um, is, is that is that is, did I answer the question? So, yeah. Did I answer the question? Because I'll be like, um, you did. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I ramble and I ramble. It's just like, <laughs> like I, I I can ramble and I, I have ADHD, so it's just very much it can go many certain ways. And I can get off topic or something. I'm like, did that make sense? And like everybody's like, yeah, yeah, it did. I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> not stop lying. Stop lying, dude. I I done I done <laughs> went around the corner, run around the block. Went in circles and then went down the street and then went to Iowa and then came right back to DC. Like, no, I, I did well, not. We followed it. the path the whole way. Listen, followed the whole way. Listen, yeah, I followed the whole way to hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, George, what about you? How has healthy selfishness showed up for you in 2023? Um, well, I we won't say 2023. We'll say from the last anniversary of the podcast until now. Because the year's now. not yet. So we're gonna okay, con- gotcha. we're gonna contain it within the anniversaries. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think a way for me has been. And I was thinking about this question when you like sent it to us in the text or whatever. It's been a way to possibly disengage, but in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think that, especially, and I'm I'm no better for it myself. I mean, I'm so addicted to my phone as everybody else is, but sometimes it's best to just disengage from social media things that you feel like aren't necessary or, or just a lot of noise in general. Um, Cause I think we're inundated with so many um, images and thoughts and opinions that you don't even realize, you know, well, what do I think? Where's my creativity lie or what do I want to do? So yeah. it's, it's best to just kind of, you know, pull back from that every now and then to kind of center yourself and find out, you know, really, you know, where are you at right now without all the headspace and all the noise, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's been a way that's helped me this year, so. Thank you. What about you, BHW? Um, it's funny because too you mentioned um like saying no because I was thinking about that earlier and then you said it. Um, I think I've worked on that. Um, the, both of y'all were saying of just like saying no, realizing when you're at your limit, realizing because like I'm a giver, try to give and do, but realizing like you don't have to give until you have nothing left or when you pass your limit, like it's okay. But sometimes you just don't fucking feel like it, and that's fine too. You know. <laughs> That's okay. You know, <laughs> the selfishness will be like, never fucking feel like it, you know? <laughs> but if you occasionally don't fucking feel like it, then that's the healthy part, the occasionally. But no, um, I think though, in saying no, but then also in realizing that that is okay. Because I think too, so many times it's like, you don't want to say it because then it's a fight. Other persons, they'll like try to wear you down and whatever, whatever. And it's like, no, that's enough. I- I don't have to mm-hmm. know the reason. That was that was it. Like that was, that was it. Because I had a conversation. This is 
not as serious, but like discussing like tattoos or whatever with my aunt. And she like wants to get a tattoo with my brother, they can match and blah, blah, blah. Actually, was I gonna get one? I said, no. She's like, oh, you just don't. She's trying to go through all these reasons. I said, no, no. I don't have enough, a Is reason besides no. <laughs> That's enough for me. <laughs> like, I support y'all, but you know, go go forth and be married. Nothing against it. I just don't want one. Listen, um, no was my answer and that's enough. That part. And then I'm going to say this is healthy, but this is maybe like a little unhealthy. But, well, it's healthy, but maybe not right. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's not even, it's not even as bad as y'all think it's going to be. I don't think. Just, I'm just swiping my card like I got money for real. Like, and I just, who am I? <laughs> Who's this person? Like, who? So I got to pay this credit card bill. Okay, next month. Like, what am I doing? Like, sir. They gonna want their money. I don't. What are we doing? But it's been going through, and we just praise God. <laughs> oh do? my God! You said you're doing better than. They 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 still calling me. I'm like I'm not paying it. Get someone else to do it. I mean, oh, I do try to do better, but yeah. <laughs> Crying. I've been there though. I understand that feeling. You, like, been you want it, girl? I want it too. Like, just because I have it on me, you gonna get it. But I, I would like that much money in my account also. Like we, we both struggling right now. So now what? Ooh, okay. Healthy, healthy selfishness for me this year has looked like setting up important boundaries. Um, I have known the word boundaries in the past I haven't operated within them so I have finally learned how to set proper boundaries and it has made a huge difference in the past 12 months like honestly and as I look over the last from one anniversary to the next of THS I would say for me the separation that I've had from quite a few people in my life has been very healthy. Now, from the outside looking in, it may seem very unhealthy, you know, um, for people's idea of who you're not supposed to put boundaries in front of, <laughs> it would look very different to them. Listen, but the truth is, is that this year, more than any other year in my life, I've understood how important my mental health is. And in order for me to stay in a proper healthy space, there's a lot of people that I had to set up boundaries with. I'm fairly certain at some point in time in my life, you know, if I'm not called home tomorrow, I will speak to these people again. But I am not forcing myself. I am not rushing myself. I have set up boundaries to be able to navigate properly in every area of my life, whether it's family, friends, work, in every situation, there are boundaries that are set in place so that I know and they can know how much I'm willing to take and how much I won't put up with. And it has made a huge difference. And for the misfits who are listening right now, I would implore all of you to do the exact same thing. Set up boundaries and make a decision of what it is you will and won't accept. And think about you, you know? That's where why we talk about healthy selfishness. Think about you. Don't think about, I think I'm going to hurt this person if I do that. How are you going to feel if you don't? Because definitely when I was talking with my friends about that, 
Um, it was many times when I did go back to certain people and they was like, you know, they want to say like, no, Jason, like you're a you are violating yourself by letting this person say X, Y, Z to you, treat mm-hmm. you in this way, get under your skin, call you out of your name, being in community with people that don't want to be in community with you mm-hmm. or don't know how to be in community with you. And you're putting all they they don't hold the same space for you in those ways. So I had to, you know, I also had to cut off a lot of people, mm-hmm. especially people I'm laid to off. <laughs> we we not speaking, we not speaking because that's where it's gone. To, that's where it's gone to. But in you know, on the flip side of that, as you made room for people that want to be in community with me, yeah. want to share space and want to um want just want to know how I'm doing everything and honestly um since um I guess you know since um I guess the last episode or whatever you did like I'm not raving for a, a while but you know I believe by like last year we met and that's what we met in person mm-hmm. and everything and since then he's been the best uh, he's been <laughs> the best person ever <laughs> best person I ever I love that <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> it made a brother blush okay so now we're going to go into specific questions that I have for all of you so misfits I chose one question that I'm going to give to each person on our panel today so there's one question specifically for Jason one specifically for George and one specifically for BHW and then we'll move into our last questions so for Jason first Jason what drives your passion to be a creative? Um, for me, um, ooh. <laughs> loaded, ooh, <laughs> um, mm. um, for me, um, I've been creating all my life, mm-hmm. uh, so I I have to pick up a pencil to draw something, to write something, my voice recorder to record lyrics that I think is pretty cool. Um, being around people, like what Salon say, I saw things, uh, I saw things that I imagined. Like mm-hmm. really, I operate really like that. Um, I see things, hear things, I have to, I feel like it's like. Ooh, downloaded from the universe just to me. <laughs> and then I get to put it on paper. And then also not just even in those ways, but even creative ways to that it's pretty that I think it's pretty creative. Um, so um I think life is just more colorful and creativity. And what fills my passion is um my friends, mm-hmm. uh childhood family, people that are close to me, music, things I'm inspired by. Sometimes I may have a um sometimes I may have a um a muse mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh my God, just the way they exist, look, exist, operate. I want to draw them. I want to collaborate with them. I want to, even with my fashion, even when, oh my God, when I was in Richmond, me and my partner and my friends, we were always just like, we would challenge each other with what we wear and mm. um we would I would be like you know what I'm gonna wear some heels wear a skirt or wear I'm gonna wear a tube top because why not like fuck gender like <laughs> I, I'm just you know it's just things like that that inspires you to be creative but also creative in the community as well mm-hmm. um I even uh when I was in uh Richwood I had an art show in DC in 2021 um that one of my uh, friends um Anthony Green he had a he does plays and stuff up here 
and he had a, a screen a screen case showing up one of his um so he is the next time he's the next motherfucking Tyler Perry but he like the next Tyler Perry but like with writing and que- good queer good queer <laughs> writing good good queer writing good queer writing and um and he also looks out for obviously us as well and um the fact that I had the space to do that and then I invited a friend uh one of my part one of my uh friend's partners they came up I didn't know they were gonna come up to DC for my for for, for a little old me and my show showcasing but they did and it really you know memories like that keeps me going with my creativity and for me I am someone that is creative in many facets so it's not just arts you know drawing painting stuff like that it's music it's um making people laugh mm-hmm. um so i guess that's what keep, keeps me going uh community uh and i know someone else who i'm going to say something that's going to trigger something i was like oh i said this or whatever but that's the best I, that's the that's the, um uh, what mariah carey said when she was drunk i'm gonna be the best i can of what i got <laughs> I, I, that's what um that's that's what keeps me going and she's an Aries just like me, so, you know. That's <laughs> a good answer. Thank you. <laughs> George. She was, she was up. <laughs> George. Um, <laughs> George, what drives your passion to be an actor? Ooh. You know what? That's it's HW. That's VHW. <laughs> at the actor's studio, bitch. Okay. <laughs> get settled here and answer that question now um you know it's funny because i don't even really i haven't called myself an actor in a very long time because i've been acted in over six years but i still have that passion mm-hmm. i have a passion for like storytelling i've had that since i was a kid i think all the men in my family are like orators you know what i mean they can you know spin a good yarn they can tell a good story they always have been and i feel like i've had that since i was a kid yeah. And that kind of pushed me into acting. Um, but what inspires me is probably just other other creatives, other actors. And they don't even have to be other actors. They can be musicians, um, designers, painters, but someone who is also passionate about their craft and mm-hmm. trying to find ways to excel in their craft. That always inspires me. Um, but definitely, like, you know, certainly act, other actors definitely inspire me to um, continue acting. And hopefully, I hope, I hope next year I'll be able to be able to put that into fruition. So definitely, you know, pray for me. Keep, you know, keep that dream alive for me. So, Absolutely. Yeah. You got this. <laughs> <laughs> Coming. Okay. For BHW, what drives your passion to screenwrite and teach? <laughs> uh, 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 I should know this was coming, right? <laughs> He's speaking. Right, so, uh, <laughs> um, for I don't for both. I guess I've been doing them. It's just what I am. It's who, it's who I is. You know, I am writing. I am. I am the children of the future. You know, they are me. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> no. Seriously. I think with writing is something I've been doing um, forever because like I loved reading as a kid. Um, was always writing um, in a notebook, always creating worlds and stories. Um, watching uh, television because I love television more. Um, so watching a lot of television, I was 
literally think, think uh, going through a list of movies the other day on like different apps. I was like, I need to watch this. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, this is, and it'd be the the biggest movie. I have not seen it. I really am stuck in my TV lane. And Raven will attest. I could list some things right now, but it is fine. I don't want to. I don't want to start no mess. Um, <laughs> but I think though, because I've I've always been doing it, and then like taking a screenwriting, I mean, I was a creative writing class um, in high school and then really like finding myself in it. Um, just it's what I, why I guess, or realizing, I, I think at that point, like realizing, oh, this is actually like decent, like other people are enjoying it and then continue to work on it since then. Um, with that moving into creating a writer's group, um, I've not been as productive as I need to be but we're gonna get working on it, you know? All, all those things I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we're battling all of that. So we're trying to get something on the page, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I think it'll always be there. I don't know, I will say specifically like with screenwriting as I about to segue to the, the teaching part, um, I think this strike is just, well, one, I've never wanted to be in LA like permanently and like to write for television, you need to be there, which is, I don't like that, but whatever, cool, right? It's 2023, they can evolve, but that's their business. But like, aside from that though, I just, the strike is just, Hollywood is just, my yeah. temper, my mouth is just, <laughs> my mouth is just, cause like, I, the things, I. It's it's just a bunch of people with no experience running literally multi million dollar businesses, and I just. But we can't do anything because the show has to come on on Tuesday. I don't have the patience. Y'all would see me on the news and don't think like, oh, Brandon would do that. I did that shit. Okay, <laughs> okay. Screenwriter knocks out lead actor. That was me. Okay, <laughs> don't question it. Don't be like, oh, he was such a good. I that was me. Okay. Will you see the screenshot? You know, I mean, the mugshot? Don't well, stretch yourself. Don't, <laughs> don't stretch even yourself. stretch yourself. Did the mugshot get like, yes, the fuck I did. It's, 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 just, it's just a bunch of ridiculousness. I mean, hopefully, you know, we will keep hope alive, the strike, you know, the good things happen and come and get they want. <laughs> I just don't, it's, it's just the whole system needs to change for me to be over there. So praise God to the people. Um, But then with teaching, I think, uh, Teaching was always like my plan B, quote unquote, but I've always too enjoyed that. Um, even similar in high school though, of like tutoring others and mentoring others um, in college for a while, works as an after school tutor. Um, just, I enjoy children a lot better than adults sometimes. And so, most times, honestly, everybody be like, well, I hate kids, fuck <laughs> these kids. I'd be like, no, 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 fuck y'all. Okay, y'all are, <laughs> Ooh, let's. Let's focus on them so they don't become y'all. My God, today, okay? <laughs> okay, and also, like, I, I love social media, but, like, can I tell y'all a secret for real, for real? People are dumb. People cannot <laughs> spell. And those are two different things. I'm not saying they're dumb because they cannot spell. I'm saying they are both, like, two things at once. Like, these are, like, these are adults. Like these are like. Yep. <laughs> I'm stuck. I don't know what to say. So I need to be there. I not say I'm gonna save the whole world, but my God, if I could save the two. <laughs> Shit. Okay. It's just it is stressful. No, I think, and it's also a teacher shortage, you know, and 
who even knows what the public education system is going to look like in the next five years, my God. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Thank you for that. So we're going to stick with BHW as we come into our final question, which is, what has healing looked like for you this year? Ooh, getting back into therapy. Um, mm -hmm. Starting antidepressants very recently. Um, what has it looked like? So I've been like, joking but not joking as i've called it blunt therapy and i don't know about nobody else but for me and not just you know you smoke and you just like chill out no i'm, I'm we're doing introspection okay we're doing come like, on doing thinking we are <laughs> you like, gotta smoke and go deep listen we're healing over here okay we are like cleaning up the trauma bedroom okay we is talking to the children that need to be healed okay we're, we're doing the thing that is of the earth. Do you hear we me? We are that? loving this. <laughs> that is spiritual. My God. Um, what else have I been doing? I just want you to know that I officially have your quote for this episode <laughs> right there. That's what I'm promoting. I'm promoting that. <laughs> um, blood therapy, baby. When I tell you we're gonna get some listeners just off of that alone, they're gonna feel seen. You hear me? <laughs> gonna feel seen. Listen, we would not be here today to tell the story if we did not, okay? Um, shoot, I thought something else. Oh, as of recently, because you, you know, the listeners don't know, but I've been working two jobs like the last year and a half. More than that, maybe, I don't know. But like, I, this past year, well, in 2023 specifically, I've mainly just been working because I've been working every day unless something like, Special was going on. I was out of town for family, X, Y, Z, whatever. So in the last couple months, I've been actively trying to be more social than myself at least a couple days a week to be like, hey, be around people, especially working from home. Like, sadly, my social interaction was at the part-time job. I was like, that has to change. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do have friends in the city. So I think being around friends has definitely been um, healing to me this year as well, being more social. Thank you. Thank you. Jason, what has healing looked like for you this year? Um, healing has been prioritizing my needs um, first because I'm so used to prioritizing other people's needs. Um, and it took me being in situations where not just my needs are not met, but I don't have the finances to, you know. So I had to be put in a lot of hard situations for me to get that. Mm -hmm. But then also I prioritize people that also prioritize my needs as well. Um, it helped me out with that. So I've really been engaging with a lot of reciprocity because that is very, very, very important for me. Mm -hmm. I'm a person and a friend that I... Don't I try trying to call not trying not to call everyone friend. There's associates, there's friends, there's whatever you want, and people that fill multiple roles and all their type of stuff. Mm -hmm. But for me, um, yeah, prioritizing my needs. Um, obviously, there's even in, within my relationship with my partner. Um, even uh, there's things I'm there's times I had to step back from some stuff. Like, okay, I got it. I don't have it. I don't mm -hmm. have it. I, I don't have it. I don't have it. I voice it. I say it. 
I don't have the spoon. And and only when to step in, step out, realize when he's stepping in, stepping in, or when he has it and when he doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. It's been stressful. It's been a stressful past few months since uh, I was, ter- me and my partner was ter- um, terminated, uh, wrongfully terminated from our job. Um, we was working for the same people. Um, and uh, end of March, beginning of April, two days from my birthday. Mm-hmm. And it's been very, um, it's been stressful, but also um, for also but prioritizing my healing. Um, look like for me this year was surrounding myself with people that actually give a damn about me. My birthday weekend was so much fun. Uh, all my good Judy's, uh, all my friends came out from Richmond. And I'm from the DMV area. I'm from DC. I'm from this area. I'm from the DMV area. But all my good Richmond Judy's and pals and they all came up to shower, love on me, shower me with gifts and all their type of stuff and make sure me and my partner was good. And uh, that meant the world to me. And now I'm planning a uh, Friendsgiving because I feel like show the family is um very very instrumental for survival especially for us who are um, black and queer um and we know instinctively what it means to have to rely on friends mm-hmm. especially before family mem- before family members because you just never know what you're going to so that's what i've been doing to prioritize my healing prioritize people that matter to me just surrounding myself with chosen family um, try to be creative here and there, but uh, you know, sometimes you gotta cry on a friend's shoulder about life because life has been life and it has been life for me. <laughs> um, and hopefully by this time next year, I'll be able to, you know, still do my thing, but also be that for other people as well that I consider close because you just never know when shit happens. Thank you for that, Jason. And George, what about you? How has healing looked for you this year? Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to piggyback a little bit off of what Jason said, um, because the beginning of the year was a little rocky for me. And healing for me has really looked like being able to fully realize that it's okay to rely on family and friends sometimes. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, I've always been the person to say, oh, I don't want to burden someone with my shit because everyone has so much stuff going on. You know what I mean? But to know that people, you know, during that time were in my corner, especially my best friend who was like, hey, I know something's going on with you. You need to talk to me. So to, just to hear that, even though I knew I could always come to her, even though I just didn't want to like bother her, because everyone, like I said, everyone has their own shit going on, yeah. was really reaffirming to me. And um, I just am blessed to have family and friends to rely on, because not everyone has that. You know what I mean? So that's been very healing. Um, prior to our, um, like Brandon said, I'm working two jobs right now as well. So just prior to our prioritizing, why can I talk? Am I having a stroke? <laughs> prioritizing my rest. That's been very important because if you don't rest, your body will rest yourself for you. So come on. Uh, okay. okay. And um, I'm just being a piggybacker tonight. Medicinal marijuana. I think that's also been very uh, helpful as well. You know, so just uh relying on friends rest and we yeah listen and we can call it medicinal if we want to <laughs> we can call it medicinal i don't know why i said medicinal because it's not but we can call it that okay. but uh 
<laughs> Why did I say it? I mean, it is healing. I'm just being funny. <laughs> that was total bullshit. It's not medicinal. But uh, I really was being funny. It did work. Right. He was just healing. He was like, I was just being funny. It works. It, there's more than one way to heal. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I wish. It just turned my paranoia, child. <laughs> oh, you can't do the weed? Hmm? You you can't do the weed. It triggers my paranoia. Oh, and also it's like for me, I know what like life is like a box of chocolate with weed. I just never know what I'm gonna get. Like for drinking, I know I'm getting into what I drink. But like with weed, it's just like, ooh, what are we gonna see? Is this spike with something today? <laughs> Am I gonna hear stuff? Why I'm hearing um, why I'm hearing Papa Legba? Like, <laughs> where shit like that. Like, if I'm high, if I'm high, a tripping, everybody's getting their stuff blown. Like everybody's getting their high blown. So it's better for me to be drunk. To be, it's better for me to be drunk and just you know that funny drunk girl that is you know probably slightly horny and just very much just all over. Like it's better for me to get a white girl wasted than to be like, oh girl, I'm seeing stuff, girl. Like. <laughs> Yeah, oh. it's better. Yeah. Stick to you, yes. Papa Legba. Like like the matter. I'm still gagging that you called me out on medicinal weed, Brandon. And you were right. You were absolutely right about that. <laughs> it is. It's all the same weed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's different strains too, because like every time you spoke, somebody else has something different. So you probably like, what is this? Like, I, I can see that. I can see yeah. that. So okay, what has healing looked like for me this year? Um, healing has been major for me this year. Healing looked like uh, psychedelic therapy for the very first time. That was amazing. Healing looked like becoming Reiki level two and then a Reiki master teacher all in the same what year. What that? Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, healing looked like being tied up and bound for the very first time in BDSM and coming out of it and actually finding my way out of my sexual trauma because of it. Mm. And it is something that I didn't expect. I didn't expect that because when I was doing it, it was just to be able to see what it would look like to incorporate rope and yoga. And mm -hmm. that's just what I was doing with my friend Zer. And we didn't expect that what was going to happen was once they untied me, that I was going to go through a journey of fighting back against my assaulter and being able to do away with the paranoia that it gave me, you know? Mm. And so it was very life-changing going through that experience. Healing looked like having a major breakdown that left me off of work for two weeks, having to get back on my meds after six months of not being on any meds at all, and realizing that there is no shame in being bipolar, in being on meds, and balancing that out with wellness, you know? Uh, who knows what my life is going to look like five years from now, but if I'm still operating in a holistic way of living, that it's okay if I have to balance it out with being on meds too, you know? <clears throat> and that's what healing looked like for me this year, was being able to understand that if my favorite word is balance, 
then that means that I can accept balance to be in places where I normally may have said that it wasn't going to exist, you know? So I would definitely say at 43, about to be 44, I have done more healing this year than I have in a very, very long time. So, okay, with that being said, Ms. Fitz, if people would like to walk with you, Mr. Hill, how would they go about walking with you? Oh, my favorite part of the episode. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you can follow me on, If do people even use Facebook anymore? <laughs> they do, they do. They okay, do. you can follow me on Facebook, George Hill. I'm not the basketball player. Um, you can follow me on Instagram as at the GG1. And I'm kind of new to Twitter, so let me kind of figure that out first. And then I'll, you know, you can follow me then. But just right now, Facebook and Instagram. Instagram. George okay. Hill. <laughs> BHW, if we want to walk with you, how would they go about doing it? Um, Twitter is just call me Otis. Instagram is the same, but my Instagram might be locked right now. But oh. it's the same. What? <laughs> yes. This is private. private. That's all, isn't it? Oh, no, yeah. I, was, I, was, I, was, oh, I was like, oh, what you doing on Instagram? Listen, I was like, what's going on? My bad. Wrong choice of words. Private. I apologize. Private. Got it. I was like, period. They can't take a bad bitch. I'm not. I don't think I've been cutting up in a way on there that would get me locked. Did we get you locked? because I lost a Facebook account before that shit was child I was cutting all the way up so Jason if people want to walk with you where would they walk with you okay mostly so for my Facebook um ooh, do I want to say Facebook <laughs> fuck it um Facebook um Jason Wattler W-A-T-L-E-R so Jason like Jason versus uh Freddie 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 versus Jason Jason Voorhees uh last name um the uh, last name Wattler, not Walter. Wattler, <laughs> the T before the L. And then I can only imagine how often you have that happen to you. Oh, I said Walter I, earlier. My oh, you did say that earlier. You know, it's, it's, it's my last name is not common at all. Like I've only met other only if I meet other Wattlers, I'm like, are you Honduran? Are you <laughs> from America? Like we must be related. Like um, but yeah, it's Chad has been having my whole life. Even when I was in like the social security office, they're like, are you sure it's not Walter? No, are you sure? What yeah, I said I was. In my, I was like probably like twelve. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> are he like? Are you sure you're not dumb? <laughs> But um, I'm Instagram, but I'm mostly um definitely popping on Instagram as as told by J underscore so A S T O L D B Y J A E underscore, and then if you want to follow me, follow me for my art um, and this will be doing shares with the um the uh, misfits um for both of them uh art of J underscore um. Art and then of and then J A E underscore. Um, I and I, I add the underscores because you know people be hating. They already, <laughs> already be having it. So before I before I start telling people how they can walk with me, I want you to share that you have apparel as well. Oh yes. Um. So I have a store. I have an online store, and I have. <laughs> Art on my uh, art on um, art on shirts and stuff of that na nature, tank tops and crop tops and everything, and sweaters. Um, I have my recent art is a uh, basically um a black boy 
in the meditation pose, Zen pose, and it's called Black Boy Joy because on the shirt is Black Boy Joy. And you can follow, you can go to my store creations with S I D N by J J A E dot com. And um you can support me there um and rock uh, my uh, uh, rock my apparel and there's more coming soon. Um I think I want to get some kinky, some <laughs> some some nice kinky artwork, but they're always gonna be black. Because black wear art. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you all thank you for that, because I was gonna fight you if you didn't share your store. <laughs> thank you for pushing me to promote my stuff. I'd be so if you all want to walk with the podcast, that is THS podcast across across accosted um across all streaming platforms. Uh no, I'm having like a brain fart right now. I just mixed the two up. THS Podcast across all social media platforms. Underscore THS Podcast on Twitter, though. Scorpiogi is the same across all platforms. Scorpiogi. S-C-O-R-P-I-Y-O-G-I. You can walk with me on my Scorpiogi pages and see my journey as a yogi and as a Reiki master. Uh, you can go to wertlm.com. <laughs> I haven't updated it in God knows how long, but you can still find great articles. You can find the podcast on there so you can listen to past episodes, wonderful articles that are on there that are written by all types of people. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Where are some of the ama- some of the amazing people that have been on the website? Um, I don't know why YOLO is like the only person that's coming to me right now. <laughs> We've had so many other people on there, but he's like the main person that's coming to me. But yeah, people from all over the country, you can find on the WeRTLM um, website where we talk about uh, a lot when it comes to body, body shaming, loving your body, no matter what size you are, uh, when it comes to racism and things of that nature. It's been a while since I promoted the articles on there. So I definitely want people to check those out. Great reads, great reads. Um, And yeah, that's it for this conversation. It really means a lot to me that you all joined me for the six-year anniversary. This conversation has been awesome. I hope that you misfits have loved it. I look forward to coming back with you all again one year from now as we celebrate seven years to think that this show started my first year in Atlanta and that we are still here, no matter how many episodes we have a year now. <laughs> we are still here six years later. Will that be five years later? Am I am I overthinking this too much? But yes. <laughs> I was like, how does that math work? It started it six in- years. 17, Six right? years? Okay. Okay. I was like, is it five? Because we don't count? Yep. Overthinking. So we're going to go now. <laughs> I am coming back with good news. Thank you, George. Thank you, BHW. Thank you, Jason. And now it is time for good news. And the good news is we're still here. I'm still here. And if you're listening to this, you're still here. It is a beautiful thing to go on a journey of discovery. And during the course of this year, it has not been easy for me. I've been very honest with all of you about this mental health journey that I've been on. But not just that, there have been a lot of things this year that have tested me. Tested me in ways that I could have never expected. And I'm still here. Uh, This is the year of no procrastination, 
and that fight has been hard. I'm happy to say that I have definitely cut down on the level of procrastination that I've had in past years, but it still persists. And I knew that because something that I've been fighting my entire life isn't just going to suddenly vanish in the course of a year, you know. But I've been chipping away at it. The same way that I tell my clients and my students to chip away at the things that they want to be rid of as well. The things that no longer serve them. And so it's a journey. But we're still here. And so with every day I am learning valuable lessons. Things that I'm grateful for. Which is the reason why I never see anything as a failure. I see it as a lesson. We are constantly evolving, constantly learning, and we get to do that because we're still here. So I ask that all of you in the Misfit universe, please take advantage of every single moment that you have while you're still here in this body. No one can say what takes place after this particular chapter is done. It may be that your soul is done. You move on and that's the end of your journey on this earth. For all we know, being reincarnated could really be a thing. And we just hope that we put out the proper karma so that we come back as not a rock. <laughs> But the most important thing to remember is that since we don't know what happens next, we should make the most of this time that we're here. Do everything you can to make yourself proud and to be able to say that you lived the life you wanted to live. And again, we get to do that because we're still here. So I'm going to go. I am getting better at not saying when the next episode of the podcast is going to be. <laughs> because I've allowed myself to just post when I'm ready. I know that that doesn't do well for algorithms or properly, you know, promoting a podcast and getting the audience that I need. But for my peace of mind, for my sanity, for my happiness, for this mental health podcast, I'll put out things when I'm ready. And that's not procrastinating. That's looking out for me. So, thank you all so much for being on this ride with me for six years. Let's see if we can do six more. Until next time, I love you all so much. Namaste. Namaste.